everybody. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode 74. The Book of Boba Fett. That's just a strange title to me. Still didn't roll off the tongue. The Book of Boba Fett. All right. Uh, now available for your Amazon Kindle yeah. and uh, <laughs> whatever you choose to read on. The audiobook is read by Sir Ewan McGregor. Yeah. It'd be James Earl Jones. There you go. All book begins. <laughs> Not as a book, but as a television series on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> so, uh, so this is just the uh, intro, the, uh, the premiere episode, because Disney is stuck in, uh, you know, 1984. They want to make you wait every week by the television and gather around on a Wednesday night or whatever they premiere. Which uh, still irritates me. Like, just let it's all finished. Let me watch it at my pace. Yeah. Okay. So, when did this come out? December 29th. Uh, what the heck is that guy's name? Tamura Morrison reprises yeah, his right, role yeah. from uh, the prequels as Django Fett's clone. <laughs> 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 so, so, I guess he's kind of reprising his role. No. Maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, spinoff, of course, of The Mandalorian. Mandalorian was pretty great. People were kind of excited about this. Uh, it's finally here. What they get right, what they get wrong. Are we excited about it? So, right off the bat, um, it starts kind of exactly where we left off. So, that was kind of cool. I yeah. love that. I've already expressed my opinions when they do that. The only thing better is Friday the 13th when they, you redo the last 10 minutes of the last thing you did. Yeah, I love when they do that. Yeah, this is this, this happens, I believe. I haven't seen the finale of The Mandalorian since it came out, but I believe there is like an end credits stinger with Boba Fett on the Jabba's throne. Um, yeah. And it's kind of a setup for this show. So yeah, that kind of, this picks up right where that scene kind of begins, more or less. Yeah, and that stinger, Jabba has job has been taken over by that fucking guy who's like this like translator. Luke comes in, he's like, I need to speak to Jabba. And the guy's like, uh, the Jabba no bother. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like the tentacles. Yeah. You will take me to Jabba. Uh, take you to Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that guy took over. And I remember thinking, that little pussy guy. Yeah. Like, how is he gonna like uh I am the ruler now. <laughs> <laughs> no one would have listened to you, but anyways. So he like kills that guy and takes over. Um, so, and then, it, well, and it starts off with some back to tank stuff. It's pretty cool. I like this stuff. He's floating in the back to tank or not floating, but he's in it and uh, having some flashbacks to Camino. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. See Camino again. Um, flashbacks to him holding his dad's head. That was a yeah. great moment holding your dad's head, having, <laughs> having, having him actually be proud of you. <laughs> Can't forget that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think the head was in that helmet or what? Yeah. I've never, I've never thought so, about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But it's like perfectly, you know, neck just, uh, it's tight enough where it doesn't come out. Bring burn. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed a weird thing that the head wouldn't kind of, pop out of that thing yeah who did that was that mace mace yeah. did that, right yeah okay <clears throat> trying to remember it's been a while 
Yeah, and some weird moves. <laughs> Lobbed it off. Off with his head. Yeah. And so we get some cool uh, throwbacks to Camino, some flashbacks to him as a child. Uh, and then we got the back to tank. So he's not, so we get kind of a less scarred Boba Fett than we did in the Mandalorian. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you just sit in a back to tank, you can heal anything, baby. Um, so the whole episode is just him like meeting the town kind of, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of all it was. <laughs> like, hey, let's go meet our new consorts. <laughs> yeah. Show them who's it back. Show them I'm the boss now. And he has like a, um, a peace offering, um, not necessarily a celebration, but like, um, um, introduction to him being a, a kingpin with all these people coming in and giving them gifts. Yeah, it's where they come in and like uh, they would bring him like a gift, right? That's yeah. Cool. And then the mayor, the mayor sends the mayor of the town. I think it's most uh, Ebly or most something. I, I forget. It's Ebola. <laughs> most Ebola. Um, anyways, the mayor of this little town in Tatooine sends some um, um, correspondence guy, and he basically the mayor wants money from Boba Fett, and Boba Fett's like, "No, go fuck yourself." And then he kind of just goes off and starts goes into town and meets the nightclub owner, or not or like a, a casino gambling kind of uh, what was that bar called? The Cantina, basically a cantina run by this the woman. Cantina. Yeah. Just collecting money. Yeah. And they had a remix of the song. That was kind of cool. Mm. Still playing that song. Uh, I was just looking at uh, who stars in it. And it, Matt Berry as the voice of 8D8, a torture droid in Fet Service. I remember that droid was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's that droid that like has the gonk in the one of the things and presses the thing onto his feet. Oh, yeah. Ah! Feet. <laughs> he's one of those droids is oh yeah he was at java's palace i remember it's like you're a feisty one but you'll soon learn some respect yeah he's <laughs> like a torture and droid <laughs> and he's got like these little fucking chopstick arms and it's yeah. like a, it's like how, <laughs> it's such a weird droid it's so funny because he's like helping boba fett now he's like uh you know introducing people and now the mayor of and they come in uh, yeah, I thought that droid was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, even, you know, yeah, it's perfect. It looks just like it did like back in Return of the Jedi and stuff. And then they bring in those like uh, I think they're called Gamoras, the green mm. kind of warhog looking guy. We should torture them, kill them, and so, <laughs> it's like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they will be set an example of and tortured <laughs> in front. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like their what was it? Ah, oh, damn. Their agonizing pig squeals with service <laughs> lessons. <too. laughs> you don't want to cross that droid. Oh man, I don't know what happened. You're you're very blurry now. Yeah, yeah. you got out. Okay. You got out focused. I don't know what That's happened. All right. <laughs> uh, no we'll come back. <laughs> it's like a film mode on an iPhone. It's all right. <laughs> it's cool. Um, Yes, yeah, so I liked that guy a lot. I thought we got some cool fan service. So we finally get to see Boba Fett getting out of the uh, Sarlacc pit. That's pretty mm-hmm. sweet. 
Um, not long, but we just see them in the intestines and it's like, <laughs> it's almost like you're, it's like you got two blankets and you're just trying to get through them. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, a, a child set up what the Sarlacc pit stomach <laughs> might look like. <laughs> <laughs> Try and get through. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it was pretty cool when he sees like the dead uh, stormtrooper body and he takes the, uh, the tube out of its helmet and uh, uses it to breathe. But that was kind of ridiculous. I was like, what? You don't have your own oxygen setup yeah, in your weird. suit? Why? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Think, you think that'd be an important thing? Um, yeah. So then he, of course, he uses the flamethrower to get out. So there's always been some debate. A lot of people thought he used the rocket to get out. Mm. <sighs> that flamethrower makes sense. You just melt the fucking hole in the side. And then uh, he climbs out, which is which is bull crap. You're not climbing out of anything. Yeah, I was like, how sand. the fuck did he even get <laughs> his hand jolts up? I'm like, what? You're like climbing out of being buried alive. It didn't happen. Yeah. It was a little ridiculous. Uh, anyways, his hand pops out. That was pretty cool. And then it kind of but it didn't play that song. It played a different song. I can't remember. And then we see uh, the Jabba's sail barge all decrepit and broken down. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Then the kind of another thing that kind of irritates me is the amount of time that Tamora Morrison has to have his helmet off. Yeah, it's like a, which is mostly know, episode. <laughs> yeah, Boba Fett never took off his helmet, and all of a sudden it's just I don't like my helmet anymore. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to have it off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to act. <laughs> yeah. Mm, not act well. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a very good. <laughs> I mean, it's serviceable. It's Boba Fett. I've heard some things where it's like, I, I read a review where it was just like they butchered everything, and they just was like the most scathing review. And I was like, I can see what some of the stuff they're saying, but not to the extent they're saying it. Like all the action was completely terrible. The action was not as good as the Mandalorian. The fight yeah. scene seems a little stiffer and not as good. But uh, I'll give it time. It's just the first episode. Um, it didn't seem as tense. But, you know, the Mandalorian's like a Western. And they're saying this is supposed to be like a crime thriller, almost like the Godfather in space, where, you know, he's taking over being like the mob boss. So we'll see how it goes. Um, overall, I liked it. I thought it was a pretty good start. I'm interested to see more. Um, that one scene was pretty dumb with the, the shields. Oh, the Mortal Kombat ninjas? <laughs> Box them in! <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Um, yeah, they, they had Mortal Kombat ninjas, and then they had a Goro yeah, oh, fake yeah. lizard guy. I was like, Double Man, Goro. Didn't he have some... eight arms? <laughs> feel some Mortal Kombat. Goro! <laughs> I thought he was only legend. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so he's when he's going around meeting people through the town. So, so there's some interesting stuff. You're supposed to ride on the the thing. He's like he's supposed to the leader, of the hut is supposed to ride on this pretty much a what like a parade float through town when they come through town. He's like, I have my own feet. I can walk just fine. 
<laughs> I love doing yeah. that voice. And uh, like, but it's traditional. They're supposed to fear you. I want to rule by respect, not fear. Yeah. <laughs> and he uses a lot of Australian accents. And it's like, uh, it's just weird to me. Like at one point, didn't he, he says like mate or something when he's oh, talking to yeah, someone. Yeah. Mate. And it's like, it's one thing to just have the accent, but to say mate as Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, mate. <laughs> uh, let's have another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought so, um, I thought this was pretty underwhelming. Uh, I'm going to continue watching it. I, you know, I, I don't know if I'm the biggest Boba Fett fan. Like, I've never, to be honest, I never really understood. I mean, I don't know. I guess I can understand the the fan base for it, but it's like the guy had four lines in the original trilogy. He was barely in the movies, but maybe that's what makes him cool, because he kind of who's in the background and didn't really give a fuck about anything or anybody. Um, yeah. So then when we get a show about him, I thought it was a little underwhelming. Um, I think my biggest issue with this episode is that, and you've kind of already talked about it, which is that the show is split into two different timelines. You have a timeline of him being the kingpin guy going around and kind of fitting into his role. And then the other half of the episode is flashback stuff. And to be honest, the kingpin stuff I thought was pretty engaging. I thought it was actually pretty entertaining. I was I wanted to learn more and be in that world. Um, but every time it flashed back, I found myself kind of bored. I was like, I didn't really give a fuck about him being captured by the Tuscan Raiders. I didn't care about it's him interesting. digging, getting water. Like I just didn't really care. I, just, I didn't get like emotionally invested in all that stuff. Um, so to me, it was kind of a misfire. So I hope that going forward, I imagine these flashbacks will continue. Um, but I hope that, uh, we get more, I, I hope the balance is more with modern Boba Fett and less balanced of flashback stuff, but we'll see how it goes. Um, it was, yeah, it was okay. I, I thought the, uh, <clears throat> some of the flashback stuff was more engaging. Uh, the, I liked the Tuscan Raider stuff, like, you know, cause Boba Fett has always just been seen as such an overt badass, even though he died very quickly in episode six mm -hmm. but people just think that like he's you know he's the most notorious bounty hunter in the galaxy and he could just whoop anyone's ass and kill anybody real quick but he's like so injured from the sarlacc pit and doesn't have a suit so he's kind of vulnerable and the tuscan raiders get him and i thought there were some interesting moments uh like him being tortured by the the children, <laughs> he just oh, yeah, sits like there. beating the shit out of them. <laughs> it's <laughs> like he, damn. He just stares at the leader, <laughs> and uh, that other guy getting captured with him, um, the Greedo kind of alien. Yeah, that was pretty funny when he tried to escape. He, he like tattles on him, and he's like, "We would have got away if it wasn't for your squealing, <laughs> <laughs> mate." <laughs> what do you want to be, kid? You want to be a squealer, mate? <laughs> You get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Um... Yeah, there's some interesting stuff when he's, he gets the respect. I'm interested, like, what how that goes. Like, what are they getting at here? Like, he has this alliance with the, the Sand People. We are we are friends, me and the Sand Peoples. <laughs> because by the end, he kills the Goro thing, who, you know, obviously just from... It's a pretty good scene because I read all of this from no dialogue. They don't talk. Yeah. <laughs> and from what I got from it is that these things are killers. 
And anytime you see one, you're dead. Yeah. And so, so the kid's kind of showing off the head, and they can't believe it that this guy would kill one of these things. And then, you know, the, the leader goes over there and, hey, hands him a coconut. <laughs> hey, fucking <laughs> drink this, buddy. And that's a, the biggest sign of respect in the Tuscan Raider community is to share your coconut water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, still kind of lackluster, but shoot, I don't know. I don't even remember the first episode of the Mandalorian, but I'm pretty sure it was probably similar. I'm sure it didn't blow my socks off. Yeah. Yeah. This, you know, some of these shows kind of take time, but yeah, as an individual episode, I thought, um, I was kind of underwhelmed. Um, I hope it'll change. Hopefully, you know, it'll get more interesting and, uh, I just, yeah, I know we're kind of on different ends of the spectrum here. Cause yeah, I thought the, the flashback stuff was kind of, ugh. and then I thought the kind of more modern stuff was a little more fascinating. Um, even though, yeah, I thought the action was kind of dull. <clears throat> um, there's some like parkour stuff, I guess was kind of fun, I guess, but <laughs> yeah, other than that, 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 that seemed a little old. Yeah. That seemed just like a way to just get some parkour in here. You remember that? These are ninjas. Yeah, yeah. parkour. Do you, do you remember it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. For a Boba Fett show, this just wasn't what I was expecting. Um, so, yeah, well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, the Mandalorian, I don't know. He just seems like such a more of a badass, always keeping his helmet on, very kind of silent protagonist. Um. Just seems way more formidable so far. So, yeah, I mean, Boba Fett's the, 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 you know, the original Mandalorian we know. So he's got to step up to be at least equal to the, the Mando guy, if not greater than. Yeah, I thought about like, what would it be better if they just would have went back to when Boba Fett was kind of at his prime and tell stories that way. But I was like, well, then if they did that, it would be probably too close to the Mandalorian. So that's probably why they didn't do that. But um, yeah, it would have been interesting to see how they would have handled Boba Fett in his prime going off and doing bounties and shit. Yeah, because if you remember, this was one of the first uh, spinoff films they talked they were going to do. It was going to be a Boba Fett. Yeah. Um. Uh, it looks like they approached Josh Trank about making Boba Fett. Isn't that the guy that did Fantastic Four? Yeah, he kind of had a claim to fame, more or less, or that grabbed people's attention rather with a movie called Chronicle, which is kind of a superhero found footage movie. Um, uh, yeah, and then uh, that everyone pretty much like I I liked it too. And then I guess, yeah, he got hired for Fantastic Four. And the, I, apparently that production was a fucking hell. And um, and I haven't seen that movie. I hear it's awful. Maybe I should watch it just to see how awful it is. But yeah. Yeah. The, <clears throat> yeah so they were supposed to announce the movie, I guess, in 15 and have a teaser ready. But it was canceled at the last minute after Lucasfilm became aware of the troubled production on Tink's film Fantastic Four. In May 2015, Trank was no longer working on the film. Boba Fett was reportedly still being considered as of 2017. Following the financial failure of the film Solo, a Star Wars story, Disney reconsidered their Star Wars film output. By 18, the Boba Fett film was no longer moving forward, and Lucasfilm was prioritizing the Disney Plus streaming service and The Mandalorian instead. I, 
you know what? I do miss um, Star Wars movies. I'm kind of disappointed they let Solo just kind of derail their whole plan. It's like, so Solo didn't hit Rogue. Uh, Rogue. Rogue One was a success. Yeah, I didn't like yeah, it Rogue too One. much, but I mean, everyone seems to enjoy it. I mean, it made a shit ton of money. I liked it. It felt very Star Wars to me. Uh, and it was cool to not have to use the big names and stuff. I mean, you got a little Vader teaser in there, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I would love to see some more films. Big theatrical releases. I want to see fucking, what's his name? Thrawn in a movie. Yeah, that he's would probably be going to be in. He's probably going to be in. Ahsoka's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Probably going to be in that one. Ahsoka. But yeah, that's kind of disappointing <laughs> that uh, kind of this all got derailed. So now we're all on the we're all on the, the television side. Um. Uh, oh yeah, and that that the Goro guy was pretty CG at the end. I didn't like that. Yeah. It looked a little rough. Oh, yeah. I forgot that uh, this is uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, a, a 90s <laughs> gem. <laughs> yeah. Desperado. Uh, did he also do Death Till Dawn? Yes. Yeah, that, that's the only thing he ever did that was good. Desperado was okay. Desperado was pretty cool. Yeah, From Death Till Dawn is like a cult classic. That movie is amazing. Yeah, I uh, I do I do share the missing star. There's dude, there's just something special about sitting in a fucking theater and all of a sudden, ding, did, 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 like just seeing that. It's like this. Yeah, you get all excited and warm. And I think like Star Wars and Mission Impossible. I think the only two movies that like have an opening kind of shtick that gets me all fucking excited. Obviously, Mission Impossible is the lighting of the of the fuse. Um, but, uh, at the same time, I wasn't looking forward to Obi-Wan, but I think as cl- the closer we get, I'm starting to get a little more hyped on it. Um, like, obviously what? I'm hyped. <laughs> I'm getting more hyped. I'm, so I'm, I'm hyped for Obi-Wan. I'm getting, I'm getting pretty excited for it. And obviously oh I'm excited for ah- Ahsoka because Ahsoka has become one of my favorite characters. So I'm excited to see that as well. So, but yeah, I want to, I want to continue watching this and see where it goes. Um, Yeah. It's kind of my thoughts on it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think uh, <clears throat> John Favre's Favreau is doing really good on this stuff. I think he's uh, doing really good on this stuff. So, yeah, give give, give Dave Filoni a movie. Give Dave Filoni full control of a Star Wars movie. I bet he'd fucking kill it. Maybe Favreau. Uh, I bet Favreau could probably do it, but I don't know Filoni because he has—he's done the cartoon. I mean, he's—he he helps on these, but I think Favreau is the one you know driving the train. I don't know. It could be Filoni really guiding him. I don't know. Or maybe at least give, give Filoni a writing. Give him. Give him you know, free range to write a screenplay and maybe let Favreau direct or something. Cause yeah. I think he's a really, I think Filoni is a really good storyteller and I think he really gets star Wars. Um, and Favreau yeah. is pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think, I definitely, I thought the first season of Mandalorian was okay. I thought the season two was really good. I liked season two a lot. I think they kind of really, um, <clears throat> set their game up with season two. 
Um, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what's it say here? I thought this is pretty cool that. Do, do, do. Is Mandalorian Don't done? Me. No, I think no? there's going to be a season three. <clears throat> After two weeks of filming, members of the cast and crew learned that they were making the book of Boba Fett rather than the Mandalorian season three. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. They kept it under wraps. Um, and Rodriguez directed three episodes of the series with Favreau, Bryce Dallas Howard, Filioni, Steph yeah. Green, and Kevin Tancrayon. Uh, I wonder if uh, Rodriguez is doing the first three or if he's kind of skipping around. He did. Uh, I know he, in the season two, he directed the one, the episode where Mando takes Yoda, baby Yoda to that temple and on top of the temple thing. And then like Boba Fett shows up and they get into the gunfight. And I didn't think somebody gets warped. I don't know. But I know Rodriguez directed that one. And then um, Filoni directed the Ahsoka one. And then Bryce Dallas Howard. What the fuck did she? I remember her episode not being very good, but. <clears throat> yeah, I think it. I thought she did the one where like Mando goes to that town and tries to get maybe it's ahsoka tries to get her help or something something about female power i remember her directing the one where it's like a big female lead in the Hmm. in the in the show but i can't remember what the damn episode was about remember it was kind of boring or it was like the castle right there's some like place they're trying to get into and the whole episode's about oh it was the it was the the woman mandalorian the the group the group cells are like the women mandalorian i think they go off and do a go on an adventure uh, I only know that it's not Ahsoka because I know that Dave Filoni... Because Ahsoka is basically Dave Filoni's character. He, I mean, he created her, so I, so it makes sense that he were to direct the first live action. So I know it wasn't the Ahsoka one. But yeah, I think it was the the other Mando women. I forget their little <laughs> click. Yeah. With, I'd like to see more of her, the uh, Starbuck. Yeah, yeah, Starbuck, yeah. I don't know her name. Anyways, uh, this episode, though, I'm thinking <clears throat> a decent start. I didn't blow my socks off. Uh, you know what? I got to give it like a, this is a 7.0. It tickled my nostalgia a little bit. I want to see some more, but I can't justify anything higher than that. Yeah. I don't want to get, I don't want to dip it into the sixes because I did, I am looking forward to more and I do like Star Wars and these characters but it's it was just enough to keep me going you know like you a little bit worse on maybe every front and i would have been like oh i don't even know if i want to watch this but it, it was enough it left enough breadcrumbs that i'm, I'm following the trail still yeah so, we'll see um i'm gonna go 6.5 i'm gonna dip into the six uh again just to reiterate i thought half of what the show gave me was you know somewhat you know, entertaining. And then the other half was, I like, I remember when after the battle happens, um, I think there's a couple droids or no, it's the Gomorrah Warhog looking guys. They're like carrying, uh, Boba Fett back to what's that tank called? The water tank thing. Um, but water they're, tank thing. or where, where he like heals where he's like, oh, the memory tank. Yeah. yeah. They're like carrying him back to that. And the moment that I saw that scene, I was like, Oh fuck, we're going to go back. Aren't we? Like, I remember, like, mm-hmm. literally physically putting my head back, like, God damn it. So, like, half this episode didn't really work for me. But, um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a 6.5. And this does kind of go with what you were saying at the top of this episode in that they give you 
uh, an episode a week. And it's like, man, because this didn't really, 6.5, it's whatever, year seven, you're, we're kind of almost in the same realm. But it just would have been nicer to just jump right into the second episode or third episode to kind of yeah. get more into it. But now we have to wait a week after what we just got. It's just kind of, kind of a bummer. I really don't know why they do that. Um, no one does that. Yeah. Do they? I mean, Hulu does that, but those are like the live shows, though. You have to wait till after they actually air on television, and then they put them on. You know, so that that's kind of the reasoning. I don't understand Disney's reasoning. You know, it's like I love these shows, so I watch them every week. But part of me is just like really wants to just wait until they're all out. But I'm not patient yeah. enough to do that. If I was patient enough to do that, I'd be patient enough to just watch week by week and not not bitch about it. Yeah, but I'm not. I think HBO Max is probably the only other one. <laughs> like their brand new shows they come out with, they're episode by episode. But the difference is, is H- HBO Max has like, you know. Their shows are very good, so I am happy to wait for a week. But yeah, I don't know. My original thought about this with Disney was like maybe they just want subscribers to continue to subscribe and not, you know, they want to keep people on their service. But now that now it's been out for a couple of years, this service that's like so many people are are subscribed to this. There's no way that people are, you know, unsubscribing because of this. So I don't know. It's a weird move. Yeah, I think they're doing pretty well. <clears throat> so yeah 6.5 7.0 check it out we look forward to more episodes uh hopefully we get some big cool reveals and cool action and you know something big by the end we've kind of it's always been some big cool nostalgia star wars thing at the end of these we saw luke and the mando hopefully we'll see something like this yeah i'm trying to think of like who could come in at the end that would um that maybe they haven't done yet or someone we haven't thought about in a while that they could kind of reintroduce. I'll be kind of excited to see what they have up their sleeve. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you're a feisty droid, but you'll soon learn some respect. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, join us on, uh, here on YouTube, like, and subscribe, please. Uh, yeah, we're also on, uh, Spotify and Apple music. <clears throat> for ipod so uh yeah and join us i think next wednesday we're gonna do uh top five games of the year we'll go over what we played this year uh personally and what we liked and what we thought our personal game of the year is uh it's be an interesting list so check it out i mean it's not a big blockbuster year yeah uh, like I think our lists like are going to be very different. I'm very excited to. I love doing this stuff with you because, like, for those who don't know, <clears throat> Ryan and I don't typically talk about what we're going to talk about. Like, there's nothing planned. Like, we literally hit record and and we just start. So we learn about each other's opinions in real time on on this show. And so doing a top five is always fun because I don't know what your <clears throat> top five is. I don't know what your game of the year is. You don't know mine. So I always like doing yeah. this kind of stuff. It's it's it'll make make for a good conversation. There are definitely going to be some weirdos in there because, you know, there's not a, there's not even like five AAA releases I could think of, like big, big games. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Halo would be one that came out, but I can't really think of any other ones. That's all Some other the pretty big games. Game, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you got like the Returnals and stuff, but still, that's not like a super huge game, even though it is a first party and was pretty yeah. popular. 
but it's not a known entity and it's right right it's kind of a we- kind of a weird year for games this next year should be pretty crazy though supposedly we're getting god of war horizon i think we've got some bethesda stuff on the xbox side it should be a crazy year yeah better be motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all join us next time uh and until the next feast we say to peace that's the tagline right all right <laughs> <laughs> later, later.